Welcome to the Inspiring Women of the 719 podcast, brought to you by the Success Collective. You see these women every day in the grocery store and on the soccer field. They are women just like you and me, and yet they are living inspirational lives through their thoughts, words, and actions. Let's meet the powerhouse next door with today's host, Melody Christian. Welcome to Inspiring Women of the 719. We are so excited to be here today to learn from an amazing woman here in the 719 area. And more specifically, she lives just down the street from me in Palmer Lake. Today's guest is Amber Newberry. Amber is the founder and owner of Beautiful and Beloved. She is a trauma-informed holy yoga therapist who helps women heal their mind, body, and spirit. She's married and has um, and is a mom to four wonderful children. She loves to paddleboard on Palmer Lake in her time off and enjoys catching coffee with friends at the Speed Trap in Palmer Lake which I've gotten to do several times with Amber. (laughs) Hi, Amber. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we love our coffee at Speed Track. (laughs) It's the best. Okay. Well, we're going to jump right in today. I know you have a very powerful story um, to share and I've already seen it impact so many women. And so I just want to hear from you. If you could just share a little bit about your story and what challenges and obstacles have really made you who you are today. You're so sweet. Thank you. Um, so <clears throat> beautiful and beloved started out as a boutique that I started where I sold things made by survivors of human trafficking um, because I felt very impacted by what was happening around the world with human trafficking. I felt very a big desire to help empower, especially women who are coming out of sex trafficking. Mm-hmm situations but Mm -hmm. in the midst of that I ended up getting really sick and I had to shut down the boutique and um on kind of my healing journey I discovered um just a lot of unhealed trauma in my own body that I Mm -hmm. had been just kind of shoving down and putting away that was really causing the sickness in my Mm -hmm. body so I found yoga um and yoga was a great It wasn't the only healing modality I used, but it was a really important one. And so um, I started to take it very seriously and I got certified as an instructor and then I got certified as a trauma-informed instructor and then (laughs) I got certified in the therapy sex part of it. And um, from there, I decided that specifically the group of people I wanted to work with was women specifically women who were survivors of sexual violence, because Mm -hmm. that's my background. That's my story. That's a huge part of, I think, what was keeping me from fully knowing myself and being in touch with my body. Um, So that it took me getting really, really sick before I could find healing and kind of open that up. So my goal now is to really help women connect to their bodies, feel safe in their bodies, be able to listen to their bodies um, and to utilize that as a source of healing for them. Wow. So that's what I do now. (laughs) Can you tell me, that's awesome. Can you tell me a little bit about what holy yoga really is? Cause I think maybe somebody hears that and they're not, they're not sure what that entails and maybe how you use that um, to help women heal. (laughs) 
So holy yoga is who I have all my certifications through. Um, they're like a, they're Christ-centered yoga practices. So I think a lot of really getting into your body is a lot of also really connecting to the divine. And so for holy yoga, that is connecting to God, to Jesus, to Holy Spirit. Um, that is where my background is. That is where my heart is. Um, I also have worked a lot with women who, um, for them, God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, even that kind of language has been traumatizing. So, um, I use whatever modality or whatever spiritual connection feels best for the people who come, Mm -hmm. um, and work with me. Um, but for me, (laughs) it is, I do, it is God and Holy spirit. Um, and, and that is beautiful for a lot of people and even people for whom, um, maybe those exact words don't work. People finding a connection to a creator, to a God, to, to their creator has been, is always powerful and healing. Yeah. Powerful for sure. That's incredible. So I know your business, as you were saying, has really kind of taken different shapes over the years, and I'm sure it'll even take a different shape as you move forward. Um, Can you tell me a little bit about what is something that you consistently come back to as you define your work with beautiful and beloved, even when it looks different in different stages? Right. Like (laughs) I, (laughs) I thought like a hundred times over about changing the name of it yeah. because beautiful and beloved was a boutique and that was weird to like make it a yoga studio (laughs) and then to make it into this like yoga therapy practice. Like that's all kind of strange, except for I just keep coming back to that. I feel like God called me to specifically show people that they're beautiful and beloved. Mm. And I think that all of those iterations of beautiful and beloved have done that have that's been the main focus the main purpose to say you are beautiful you are beloved you are have purpose you have meaning you have space to take up in this world and I want to help you do it Mm, that's awesome I feel like it it is it's so applicable because I remember I remember when beautiful and beloved was the boutique you know and I was like oh is it still her business Oh, it still fits. Like it really does. I so I love that you keep going. Yeah. I love that you keep going back to it. <laughs> okay. So um, you shared with me a little bit about, you know, your background and the trauma that you've experienced in your life. What advice would you give to other women who may have experienced trauma in their life and have overcome it and are healing from it and honestly want to use their story now to change others' lives? for good, but maybe they don't know where to start or even how to begin to share. What advice would you give them? Um, I think it's great to find somebody who's maybe already doing it. Mm. So to find an organization like Tessa here in Colorado Springs works really specifically with women who have experienced sexual violence. So volunteering with them. Mm-hmm. Or if you are someone who is passionate, lost somebody to suicide, so you're passionate about helping people who've either experienced suicide of a loved one or you know preventing suicide, then find somebody someplace in your community that's mm-hmm. already doing it. And then by working alongside them, you can see where maybe there's a need that you can fill. 
Mm. Right. Because like, for example, when I started beautiful and beloved, there was no real marketplace for the things that survivors were creating. It was a lot of years ago. Now there's lots, but back then there wasn't. And there was, people were having a hard time coming out of trafficking and finding work. Um, And this was a way to kind of fill that hole. Mm. And so I think that finding somebody who's already there, who's already doing it, and then learning from them and seeing if there's a place or a space that needs you. Cause I'm sure. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. So you mentioned Tessa, are, can you list a few maybe organizations that are local um, that you feel like women can get plugged into if um, they want to see what need is around <laughs> locally or even internationally? Because I know you've mentioned a couple of things before, um, just with people that are doing things overseas. I mean, yeah. I, I feel like you're oh, still- Oh, yeah, I got all the non Yeah. <laughs> um, So Tessa is a good one for women um, coming out of domestic violence situations or sexual assault or violence situations. Um, There's one Heal and Thrive Global is they work with single moms and widows in Uganda um, to start their own businesses, to own their own land. They take care of orphan children and things like that. They're really amazing. Um, Restore Innocence is a group in Colorado Springs that takes in underage survivors of trafficking and gives them schooling and a place to live and um, brings them to at the police station like clothes and things like that. Um, You could be an advocate um, for sexual assault survivors um, in the court system. Um, free the girls bras is like just a really easy place where you can donate bras they give bras to women all over the world to start their own businesses so they take used bras and then they start their own business selling bras and bras are really hard to come by in third world countries in particular wow so they're very successful yeah um yeah so those are just a couple that's a great list. That's awesome. I knew you would know, which is why I asked. <laughs> um, okay, so I know that you have some exciting things going on in your future as you pursue your master's. Can you just give me a little glimpse about what's coming up for you in the next couple of years or even just months? <laughs> Start with months. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, yes, I'm going back to school and getting my master's degree um, in clinical social work so that um, I can help more holistically with the women I see. Um, Often I'll see people and we will work on feeling safe in their bodies and we will work on that kind of stuff. But that also brings up a lot of stuff. And so I I almost always end up referring out to other mental health professionals because that's not where my like education is. And so now it will be. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting my master's degree so I can help. And I'm also um, getting a spiritual direction certification actually from a local um, monastery here, like in the Black Forest. And um, yeah, so I'll be able to help women in that way, like more holistically and um, be able to cover like the mental, emotional, spiritual, physical kind of aspects of healing. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that that is more cohesive and it's more comfortable um, I know that sometimes when I send people to find other mental health professionals, they just don't, right? Because that's sure. a lot. That's finding a therapist, then you have to retell the story, like all those things. So um, 
I'm hoping that this helps like consolidate that for people. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Well, we'll uh, keep in touch with you to see where beautiful and beloved goes next. So I'm excited. <laughs> okay. And final question. Uh, what book has made the biggest impact on your life? Oh, so I'm reading a book called the wisdom of the body. Well, I'm not reading it. It's like the fifth time I've read it, but it's, wow. it's really amazing. It's amazing for women. It's like a it's based on women's bodies and the way that we um, interact with ourselves. It's beautiful and it's well-written and it has lots of um, exercises and things that you can do at home with mm -hmm. it. And I love it. I also, can I say more than one? Yeah. <laughs> I also love The Body Keeps the Score because I think that that's really important for people understanding the way that their life experiences affect their bodies and how their bodies work. Wow. Okay. Yeah. You know? And yeah. I just read a book called, it's sitting right in front of me, but it's called <laughs> Making a Biblical Womanhood. And it's also, wow, so good. Oh, very neat. I'm going to have to get that list from you because I love, <laughs> I love reading, especially when it, when it's so much. <laughs> oh, I love it. Very cool. Okay. Well, thank you so much for sharing with us today, Amber. Your work is obviously so incredibly important and obviously inspiring. Um, so I really appreciate you sharing and I am excited for you as you pursue your master's and um, yeah, get to help even more women in different ways. So thank you, friend. really great. All right. Well, that is it for today. Thank you for listening. Make sure to catch the next Inspiring Women podcast episode. A new one is released every Monday. Thanks for listening to Inspiring Women of the 719. Please like, subscribe, and follow us on all the socials. Until next time, here's to Inspiring the 719, one woman at a time. <laughs>